Hello there and a hearty welcome and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 322 for patch 6.2. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 322 of HearthCast, we have a trifecta of character development, a rant from Root, learn to get good, noob, and dropping hints, the WoW edition. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for their continued and kind support for HearthCast. Want to learn more? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash EIPS. Hey folks, we've got an announcement. The A-Move TV crew and friends are joining together for one big day of podcast action. Join Garrett Weinzer, Kyle Ferguson, Jocelyn Moffat, Willie Dills Gregory, Justin Robert Young, Brian Brushwood, Tom Merritt, Jenny Josephson, Freckleface, and myself for many different gaming, podcasting, and nerd culture panels. There will be live episodes of The Angry Chicken, Into the Nexus, The Gamers Inn, Let's Talk About Star Wars, and Night Attack, plus panels discussing how to get started creating entertainment on the internet, as well as the business aspect of podcasting. The first ever CreateCon will take place at the Exchange Building in downtown Orlando, Florida, on July 30th. For more information, head on over to amove.tv slash createcon. So, hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. I am buckling down as the uh, Diablo season is coming to an end. You left me in the dust. I did. I had to. You just just, weren't keeping up. You know what it was? I just didn't take it serious. Well, we didn't have that much time. You have a limited amount of gaming time, and most of it's done in the morning when I'm still asleep, so that's all right. No, that's all right. It's good. It's cool. But the nice thing is, we're still able to group up and do greater riffs. Yeah, so you can grind some. Right. And uh, we even helped uh, your son get to 70. Yes, we did. After you got to 70, so it was all right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what level you're at, what Paragon level. And we actually got him his first Paragon level at night, too. I think he actually yeah. got to Paragon like five, maybe something all early right. on. Yeah. yeah. And one of these nights we were playing Diablo, I had to derp. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. We were in game. You said, let's get on Skype. Yes. All right. So I tabbed out and I was still chatting to you in the little pop up window. And opened up Skype, typed my password, hit enter. Nothing happened. Did that a few times. Nothing was happening. I was going, what's going on? I looked in the chat window. I had typed in my Skype password to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was obvious as a password. All right. Um, I can tell you, no, I didn't notice. I apologize. <laughs> that is fine. I feel like I'm calling myself out. I wasn't paying attention to that. Was it in, I don't know. I didn't, it was I a whisper. We had been talking in party chat, and this was an actual whisper to you. I'm, I apologize but, for not seeing you. Look, <laughs> that's fine. Because I immediately, I was just so embarrassed. I was like, that's totally not a password. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that either. And then uh, you didn't say anything. I was like, well, maybe you didn't see it. But it's just. I didn't. The most total derp thing, you know. It was pretty derp. 
And if you ever typed in your password in the wrong box, you know, and you see the actual letters and not. What, no, it just all comes up as stars. What have you do the wrong place? No, it just all comes up as stars. No matter what, no matter where you put your password, it all comes up as stars. Try it here. So ah, get, get, our, get in our Google Doc. Uh-huh. Here, look. You're, you're in our, go- our doc, right? Hang on one second. Right, right. Let me get up to where you are. Don't try to troll me like those people did on Facebook. <laughs> okay, right here. Right? I've seen that screenshot. Look, I'm typing my password. Uh-huh. What do you see? I see stars. See? <laughs> you just typed stars. I did not. I typed my password, really. You butter things while you type stars. <laughs> How embarrassing is that, though? Uh, not the worst thing. It'd probably be more embarrassing if you actually saw my password, because it's a little bit embarrassing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm calling myself out a little bit because I totally could have gotten away with it. Yeah. You never saw it? Never saw it. No, sorry. You were, oh. you were home free. I wasn't about to draw your attention to it at the time. <laughs> like, hey, Rude, did you see her earlier when I typed my password to you? <laughs> yeah, you probably don't ever do that, no. So I just said, I wonder if I'll ever notice. That's like calling a bank. You go, you guys, you realize you made a bank error in my favor? Just letting you know, I shouldn't have that much money in there. What is this, Monopoly? <laughs> oh, I, I should just let you know now, if we ever play Monopoly, do not let me be the banker. Because okay. I embezzle like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> you want change? I'm taking change too. <laughs> I could see you doing that. You don't oh. even like board games. I don't. A monopoly is partic- is specifically designed to make you hate it. I have the WoW monopoly, and I I feel obliged as a horde player to take oh, extra. I see. Whatever the currency. Are you a goblin? You know, it's been so long since I played. I don't even remember what the what the. the we can pretend to be a goblin. As a banker, you have to be. Yeah. So yeah, I take off the top. <laughs> Tickle interest. Oh yeah, always. Transaction fee. There you go. <laughs> Withdrawal fee. ATM fee. I don't know. Everything fee. Did you look at me? There's a fee. Overdraft fee. That's the worst fee. That is the worst. I already don't have money. Why are you trying to take take more? more. (laughs) And then you get an overdraft fee on the overdraft fee because it wasn't enough to cover the overdraft fee? Oh, that's awful. I don't think they do that. Wait, no. That wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Although the worst is if you you have a few uh, transactions before you realize you've overdrafted. Now you've got five. We can't. We have. I have overdraft. We don't need it anymore, but we put overdraft protection on. Yeah, we had that. We have that now after an incident. Yeah, that's what where, caused us. Where that yeah. happened, walked in there and be like, well, we'll forgive this if you sign up for overdraft protection. There you go. Like, all right. Yeah, same thing. Right. Yeah. So I've been very focused. You know, it's been nice. I have a goal. It's it's a uh, get the seasonal stuff done in Diablo. It's, it's a lot of work, but I have an end point, you know? I think what I would do is next time for season seven of Diablo, I'll probably commit more to it because I, I was kind of lackadaisical at this one and it really wasn't a way to play a seasonal character. And I understand that now. So, Well, look, here's the thing. You and I got to, from one to 70 together. It was cool. Got through it. Got it done. Yeah, but we could have done it in like a day. No, not in a day. Sure. No, get, no, get up at like oh, five. Oh, in the 70, yeah, in a day. Yeah, we had up. someone else power level us. Nah, just done it alone. Just get up about, you know, five o'clock in the morning on like uh, a Saturday and play till like midnight. We're good. I had the Diablo arm the other day. <laughs> in wrist and hand. Yeah, and it's all up there. It's on fire. You didn't have the uh, little gel pad for your wrist or anything? 
No, I have a gel mouse pad. It still hurt. I have a gaming mouse that I use in WoW, but I don't really use any of the gaming functions of it in Diablo. Oh, okay. So I've been thinking about using, I have an ergonomic thing called a WoW pin, which is a mouse. Oh. You kind of hold your hand sideways, like you're shaking somebody's hand and you put your hand on, on the mouse that way. Oh, neat. Does that help with the blood flow? It does, yeah, because you're not you're not pinching off any uh, arteries or anything. Hmm. Your, your radial your radial artery down here, you're not pinching yeah. that off. That's what's causing that to happen. Yeah, I'm probably going to be looking into upgrading my mouse uh, next couple months. I have a basic one. Yeah, gaming mice gaming happen. One. Yeah, uh, they help a lot. Yeah, I really like my. I have a Logitech G700, I think it was, and uh, I think it still is. <laughs> As a matter of so fact, it's so crazy. It's not upgraded since I bought it. <laughs> uh, but it does really, really. Even on, on like a daily basis, it helps. And don't don't cheap out and get like the seventeen dollar gaming mouse. No, don't, no. don't 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 spend the money on a good mouse. It's worth it. Well, did you do anything else other than play Diablo with me? Yeah, I played Diablo with my son too. Awesome. So, so we actually leveled some together, and that was cool. Yeah. Um, even after you, like, you came in, like we were playing, I was like, you know, if we want to get this a little faster, so we, we get frag on and she, you know, cause you're already Paragon like 55 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so we might be able to crank it up a couple of levels and, and, and cranked it up too far a couple of times. Yeah. But it wasn't as bad. Like the very first time we did that, it was too hard. And he was like, Ugh. he was dying and not really having yeah, fun. Was like, eh. And yeah. so we, we cranked it down and it was great though. Let's see what else. Hot heroes of the uh, storm. There, uh-huh. I made myself uh, do another uh, another character. Okay. Um, not Arthas. No, nah, no, nah, the dude uh, from Starcraft in the spacesuit. Rainer, Tychus. Tychus. Yeah, with the machine gun. Okay. With the big muscles. Sure. I didn't last the game. You quit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't, you didn't like it? I didn't like it at all. I'm like, yeah. but I figured out what's up. What's up? I can't do this alone. I got to have friends. I feel the same way. I just get in there and as soon as it, I, I feel if I'm with friends, I will, in, I will endure it. I will make myself, I'll have fun. I'll laugh about my misery because yeah. other people can share my misery with me. Alone? Uh no. Plus, plus, there's no coordination. It's fun to work with your friends and, well, that, and that, talk about when you're going to take camps and whatnot. Right. And they can say, hey, do this. Choose this skill. Here's what you should probably do with this character. You know, they give you a little bit of advice along the yeah. way. When you're alone, yeah. forget about it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't play that game unless I'm with uh, the group. I, uh, I took my uh, tunes through uh, LFR because my alt still need gear. My main doesn't, but that was just fun to like soak up, you know, XP and or not XP, TPS, kind of carry people. And it's, it's just fun to help every so often. Yeah. But when I was in there uh, in my LFR, a guy approached me and wanted me to try out for the raid team. And I was like, huh. He told me his raid schedule, and I thought to myself, ain't no way I can. <laughs> no, just, but but the other part of me said, why don't you try out and see how see how bad you really are. Well, it wasn't so bad. And I, I got offered a position on the raid team and then had to turn them down. Because I was like, I just can't commit to the schedule. But I had to like string them along for a day. <laughs> like, well, you, I mean, Did you the, enjoy being courted? No. I mean, it wasn't the court. I wanted to do it to see if I could actually make a raid team. You know, was I, did I still have it, so to speak? 
And it could it could have been that the raid team was that desperate that they'll take a, you know, me as a you know little warlock DPS warlock maybe. But I did really well. My numbers were good. I was actually out DPS and I wasn't at the bottom of the chart. They said, okay, yeah, you, you, we, we really need you. Can you make, you know, they gave me the red, red schedule. I was like, you know, um, give me a day. Let me see if I can make this work. Because I didn't want to just let them down, right? You don't do that. You don't no, just... you don't do that. So I gave it a day, and I went, I, I didn't, there's no way I'm going to make this work, guys. I want you to know now. So I bowed gracefully out of the red team. It's kind of like when you sign up for Plenty of Fish, so just so you can get someone to take you out and just to see if you still got it. Have Even n- though- <laughs> What is that? Plenty of fish? Yeah. One of them dating sites? Oh. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> do people do that then? They sign up just to see if they get asked out on a date? I don't know, but if they did, it'd be like what you just did. No. Mine's just a rate. It's a game. Oh, okay. Dating somebody. You're dealing with somebody else's emotions. Get their hopes up. Yeah. That's the true. Warlock. <laughs> came into our lives. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any more of that song. Just as she's swinging naked. That's it. So. I got awkward. <laughs> he like looked away and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, what did I say? <laughs> and yeah, that's, uh, that's been about my week. So it's been good times. Good, good times. Freckleface, we are going to talk about the trifecta of character development in Blizzard games. Yeah, something that we've been talking about is since Heroes of the Storm came out, which incorporates a lot of Blizzard characters from all their universes. In fact, I think it's made up of uh, all Blizzard characters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but not all characters. Not all Blizzard characters are in the game. <laughs> no, I got you. I hear it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just messing. All right. You know, Venn diagrams. Venn Diesel? It just got awkward again, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just, I, don't, I don't have a good comeback for that. <laughs> Nobody has a good comeback for Venn Diesel. I mean, that's no, just the no. ultimate. That's <laughs> You want to win an argument, you just go, Venn Diesel. Oh, no, wait. Frank, I'm, I'm going to derail. We'll get back to the whole content of the show here. But, okay. but folks, this is that important. This is proven because I, I tested this on, with my wife in the room. So, Freck, I need you to share your your words of wisdom that you imparted to myself mm-hmm. and my son okay. uh, while we were playing Diablo. And you said, if you're really mad, what do you do? If, if you're mad and you want to calm down, you want to calm yourself down, in the angriest voice that you can muster, you say the word bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. 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 Now wait. Let's give everybody at home a chance to try this. Okay, ready? On the count of three, we're all going to angrily say bubbles. Just as angry as you can. Ready? One, two, three. Wasn't that awesome? (laughs) We heard you in our hearts. We really did. Be sure you guys are going, Bubbles. (laughs) <laughs> and it worked. I told my wife, I'm like, try it, try it. And she tried it. She couldn't, not that she, she was, was angry, but. No, she was giggling. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. I legitimately <laughs> have no idea what we were talking about to get to that point. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. What was before that? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Anywho, so we were talking Venn about. Venn diagrams. Oh, Venn diagram. All right. 
So if here's a storm that has Warcraft characters, Starcraft characters, Diablo characters, uh, what was the other one? They're Lost Vikings. Yeah, Lost and Vikings. Overwatch. They're getting more Overwatch characters. So that can be kind of considered a spinoff of WoW. But then you have Hearthstone that is a spinoff of WoW. Currently, Card um, game. Yeah, currently all Heroes of Warcraft, so. So we wanted, what do you mean currently? Do you think they're going to change it? That they're is not my theory. Gonna, they're not going to change no, it. No, they're, they're going to have additional games. I don't we think talked they about will. this. I don't yeah. think they will. Yeah. Heroes because of Starcraft. As, as you will see as we go through this, they have taken great care in making sure that the cards reflect their personalities. No, I totally get it, 100%. Right. But in my opinion, Heroes of Starcraft won't be, you don't play that deck against any Heroes of Warcraft decks. It's its own self contained. There's not enough cards. It's like when you get the cards against humanity with the expansion pack. Yeah. You well, can't just play the expansion pack. No, that's true. Well, you it could be able to fit in there. I think, they, I think they will. And then they end up with uh, uh, Hearthstone, Heroes of Hearthstone. It'll happen. You watch. Oh, it's just, just so confusing. Anyhow. So we wanted to take a look at how different characters are represented in Hearthstone, Here's the Storm, and whether they reflect what we know about them in Warcraft. In Hearthstone, he is the paladin hero. His hero power is he summons a 1-1 silver hand recruit. Some of his abilities include typical paladin abilities, consecrate, blessing of might, blessing of kings, things like that. Uh, He uses a weapon called the uh, true silver champion that heals him as he uses it. In Heroes of the Storm, you can play as Uther. And depending on how you pick his talents, he tends to feel like a holy paladin or a ret paladin. Hmm. He's got talents that enhance his damage or talents that enhance his healing, including a stun. Does that hammer? If you've ever played a paladin, I see that hammer that kind yeah, of floats down. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, to use that. What you might notice about him if you play him in Heroes of the Storm is that when you click on him repeatedly, Sometimes he will say, a little bronze dragon told me what you blood elves are planning to do with my grave, and I'm not happy about it. A little bronze dragon? A little bronze dragon. Who might that be? Probably is referring to Chromie. Mm, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Bronze dragon flight. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deal with time. Yeah. Now, of course, in the world of Warcraft, Uther was the first paladin in the Knights of the Silver Hand. Uh, he's dead. He is dead. His tomb is there. Yes. There's a couple of quests involving his tomb. Uh, the holiday that comes around, um, around Thanksgiving time, for a week, you get a quest to go visit Uther's tomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's one you have to defile it, too? There is. Yeah. If you're on the Horde side, you get a quest to defile the tomb, and you're given that quest from the Blood Elf... Malar. And so that goes back to what he was saying about the bronze yes. dragon. Yeah. Like I heard two blood elves are planning on doing to my tomb. <laughs> I'm not happy. Not happy. So what we know about Uther is that he is the first paladin. And, and what you get to experience by playing him in other games is, you know, typical paladin abilities, sense of righteousness, justice, being able to damage, but also being able to heal. And a lot of times doing a combination of both. Yeah, say while you're damaging, you're healing yourself. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so 
pretty true to the character of a paladin. Right. Yeah, very good. Another hero is Malfurion Stormrage. Love him in uh, Hots. In Hots, he uses spells like Innervate, Regrowth, Moonfire, Entangling Roots. Yeah. The typ- yeah, typical druid spells. Yeah, you slow, you control, and you heal. So. Yeah. And the Moonfire doesn't do much in Hots. Doesn't do much in WoW either. But <laughs> <laughs> It's enough to, to get someone's attention. Well, it's a small little spell, and it's it's a small spell also in Hearthstone. Oh, It's like okay. a zero cost, does one damage. Yeah, well, there you go. It's, uh, it's the mosquito slap. Yeah, exactly. It also does innervate in uh, Hearthstone. Things like regrowth. There's a lot of beast cards in like Valkyrian's transfer- deck. For, like, transformation or? Just that you play as minions. Oh, okay. And you play panthers, bears. So like Bunch of a beast, yeah. druid beasts. Yeah, druid yeah, beasts. Okay. And then his main hero ability is shapeshift. He does plus one attack and plus one armor. I like it. They're really illustrating the flexibility of it. You know, between those two, you think of something that's very agile, swift. Yeah, the, the druid is a very utilitarian class. So, yeah, I can see that. In WoW, Malfurion Stormrage was the first night elf druid. He initiated the mainstream use of druidism among the night elf people 10 millennia ago under the tutelage of the demigod Cenarius. He is also, of course, the twin brother of Illidan Stormrage. So you feel pretty druidy no matter what you're playing. I haven't played in Hearthstone, I don't think, but I know like he was my go-to guy in Hots. He's the first one you get. In Hots? Yeah. That's probably why he's my go-to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you played that during with the alpha or the yeah, beta, and then the you're mad you didn't have him again. Yeah, I have him now because you got him for me. All uh, right, yeah. But now I just play Lily. <laughs> Rexar is a newish hero to Heroes of the Storm. He's a pet class. He's a little difficult to play because you're actually controlling two characters. Oh, really? Yes, because you have Rexar and you have his pet bear, Misha. Okay. And you can control where they both go independently. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. This is Hots, right? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So Misha kind of serves as a warrior, as in, you know, she rushes in, she takes a lot of damage, and he stays uh, back and does range damage. Kind of like a hunter. Yeah. All right. Pretty much. In Hearthstone, Misha is there. But she is one of his three pets when you use uh, one of the main hunter abilities is to summon a random companion. And that can be Misha the Bear, which does a taunt. Or Leoric, which is a uh, wyvern. Or Huffer the Pig. No, when you summon it, does it come up as like a weapon or does it come up as a card? It's a it's a spell that you cast. Um, and you cast it, you don't know which... A minion is going to appear on the board. Okay, so there you go. It comes up as a minion. Okay. Yeah. But it's important to know that it counts as a spell because if you're playing against a mage, for example, and they have counter spell up that secret, you might try to cast that spell and it gets countered. Oh. And you wasted it. Yeah. Don't want to do that. No, don't want to do that. In World of Warcraft, Rexar was a champion of the Horde. He is actually half ogre, half orc. He's a beastmaster of the Machnathal clan. Now, due to his mixed lineage, he actually is a huge dude. He, he's towering, massively muscled, 
And he actually holds two giant axes. So he's dual wielding these axes. And he is always seen with his loyal companion, Misha, the bear. So Misha follows him in all the games. Oh, she's a good pet. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And I guess in Hots, he, he does a lot of buffing of Misha to make her more powerful. Yeah. And really his deal is that he uh, he believes in being part of a pack. But his, his pets are kind of like his pack because he doesn't really fit in with the orcs or the ogres. Because he's neither. You know, right. well, both and neither. And then that's why he's a beast master. Yeah. So he's right. the good pets. So again, you see this in WoW, you see this in Hotch, and you see this in Hearthstone where he is interacting with his pets and his companions. And so that's cool. Now, Thrall, or Goel, as we like to call him. That's, a, you know, wrong. First name, first name basis. Well, sure, yeah. True name basis. True name basis. We just call him Chris. Well, see, I don't I don't think it's very polite to keep calling him Slave. <laughs> hey, true. Slave. Hey, Slave. <laughs> <laughs> He's another one that's in all three games. He represents the shaman hero in Hearthstone. His hero ability is that he summons a random totem. He also has some interesting abilities. He's got a weapon that does wind fury. Oh, it's crazy. It's it does two damage and it's got eight durability and it does wind wind fury, so he can hit twice in a turn. That's what I was gonna ask. Okay, so he hit twice. Yeah. And it's got eight uh hit points? Health? Eight durability, which yeah. means he can do it eight times. Sweet. Yeah. It's always painful when you see him play that card. <laughs> Cause that's because you know you're gonna get beat up for a while. Yeah. And he does spells like lightning strike, um, earth shock. Typical shaman stuff. Yeah. Frost shock, things like that. Have you played him in uh, Here's the Storm? I have not. have not? He's fun. I bought him uh, when they came out with the uh, Hellhammer skin. Okay. He's all on fire and stuff. This thrall is on fire. I was going to see if we could go. And nah, you just really want to sing tonight. <laughs> I don't know any more of that song. Now, the other ver- it's like the same, Nick stanza, the same I th- words. I think it just repeats that line over and over again. Well, and here's the storm. He is a melee assassin. He does things like chain lightning uh, and summons wolves. And he also has an ability called wind fury, which increases his attack speed. Right. Well, I can see the wolves coming from the clan. And the wolves are so. more spirit wolves. He, okay, he, he summons them. Yeah. They, they kind of ghost out. Yeah. It's yeah. shaman things. So. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Of course, Thrall was once our... Horde sides, beloved leader. We all know a story. Yeah. He was war chief of the Horde before Cataclysm. Then he kind of gave that up a little bit. He kind of took a hiatus because he had to go deal with uh, Earthen Ring, help them out. And so he told um, Garrosh Hellscream, well, look, just handle the Horde for a little bit for me. We all see how that turned out. You know? <laughs> Great job, Garrosh. <laughs> Good move. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so he comes back and he's like, look, I don't want any part of this anymore. Uh, I'm outsies and uh, I got to go be a, a super shaman now. And so then Volden came in and uh, we promptly went to a different universe. So I played him a, a fair amount on both of the other games. And it seems like it represents him or at least the shaman feel pretty well. 
Yeah, if you want a good insight on 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 Thrall, um, outside of any of the books you want to read, you do that one quest line with him when when he gets like all separated from his emotions. Yeah, and you have to put them back together. Yeah, you one, have to fight off like the the Shah of Fear and whatnot. Yeah, and you get yeah. ported all over the the planet. Really, you get to read inside of his mind. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see what he's afraid of, what makes him angry, what he's regretful about. Personal, very. Honestly, it's basically one you know thirty minute therapy session with Thrall. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Agra there, kind of hanging out, telling you, yeah, don't give up, come back to us, all that kind of stuff. All right. So, what about our good friend Gina Proudmore? She's in all three of these, freck. She is one of the mage heroes in Hearthstone. She's the default one. <laughs> Consequently, my favorite deck. <laughs> I suddenly realized I had her. Well, no, she she's the default mage. Is there's two. Oh, the other okay. one you have to buy. All right, well, there you go. That's yeah. why I don't have that one. Uh, her hero power is Fire Blast, which is just, you know, one damage for two mana. Well, Fire Blast. You ever played a mage? In Hearthstone? Uh, in Warcraft. Oh, yeah. I've got fruit. Yeah. My Frost Mage. So you have a little... All right, so you don't use Fire Blast. I have. I know okay. what it is. All right. Yeah, I'm all about it. But I'm not Frost. All right. She also uses, you know, the typical mage spells, Fireball, Flame Strike, Polymorph. Oh, yeah. Um, There's also other cards for the mage deck that you can use that um, work well together. The fire spells don't don't really stack on top of each other, but the the ice spells for the mage, like Ice Block, Ice Barrier, Ice Lance, as well as Frostbolt and uh, the Blizzard spell. Yeah, it's got a couple of those, like, you know, freeze this person if they're already frozen. Yeah, if they're already frozen. That's that's the Icelands. If they're already frozen, do four damage. Yeah. So and it, then, it works well if you put, if you make, like, a, a freeze deck. Yeah. What's the one? Is it Pyroblast? What's the one that does damage to every, like, six damage or what it is to everybody? Flame Strike does four damage to all the enemy minions. Four, seven, you know. Pyroblast does ten damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it costs ten. Yes. That's the one I like. Just that, one. that one's, like, the most fun spell. Well, not the most fun, but it's one of the most fun spells. But it's risky. Well, when I was playing more Hearthstone, mm-hmm. um, I was playing, I guess, what amounts to a control mage. Because if I would get past turn seven and still be in the game, I almost, good yeah, go. I was good to go. Yeah, yeah. Just getting to turn seven was a, a little bit <laughs> of a challenge. Yeah. But if I got there, I mean, pretty much, I'd probably, I would probably easily say I had about a 90% win rate after turn seven. Yeah. How is she in Heroes of the Storm? She is described as a mage with a low mobility and extremely high area of effect burst damage. Um, she mostly uses frost spells. Um, she also has the ability to summon water elemental. And her frost spells work similarly in that you have to cast them in particular order because her abilities uh, will chill you know put an effect on the enemy and then other abilities will do more damage to chilled targets so you want to make sure that you're casting things in the right way doing the correct rotation yeah and i've had difficulty with her i've i've bought her i think i have every skin for her because she's one of the ones i just really like to dress <laughs> yeah, up yeah <laughs> play dolly dress up with her yeah i do I haven't grown up, I promise. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not that good at her because she just seems to be a little bit difficult. Now, I have some theories here about her 
spells and abilities in both these games, actually. Okay. In uh, Heroes and in uh, Hearthstone. Yep. Based on what we know about her from World of Warcraft. Now, number one, she is the most powerful human mage out there. But if you know anything about her, towards humans, she's very merciful. She's a politician. She would rather settle something and not go to conflict. She'd rather wheel and deal to get out of a fight with a human. When she's dealing with demons, it's the exact opposite. It is uh, complete shock and awe. She is just going to obliterate as fast as possible uh, the demon targets using her big spells for maximum damage. So that kind of aligns with, you know, like you said, the rotation has to be just right for her mm-hmm. to get things done. And yeah. when, it, when it is, it is a fast burst, maximum burst damage. Now, I don't think Jaina was ever labeled as a frost mage. However, she and Arthas had a little bit of a thing. Yeah, a lot of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and... If you ever do the quest for Frostmourne in WoW, you will see that Gina still blames herself for Arthas' descent into madness and darkness and becoming the Lich King. Because she couldn't save him? Because she couldn't save him. So I think her using Frost spells is a throwback to that love that she still has. For the Lich King in the frozen north tundra of Northern. Hmm. That's pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a fire mage. But she yeah. uses, yeah. you know, all kinds of frost spells. And I think it's just, an, you know, that's that, that connection that she still has to Arthas. Hmm. Interesting observation. See, Rook can get... In in with this stuff too, you know. I, I know. <laughs> See, I know my lore. Not you know, maybe not be like the best at it, but no one's doubting you. I, I, right. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the other mage hero in Hearthstone is Medivh. Since he's more of a skin, as in, yeah, the uh, portrait is replaced, the voice is replaced. But everything else still works the same. You know, there's there's nothing that's that specific to Medivh and Hearthstone. Uh, other than there is a card called Echoes of Medivh, which puts a copy of each friendly minion on the board into your hand. Okay, I'll file that. I'll see if I can make a connection there. I don't know. Okay. It, but- is, it is an expensive card, so it's kind of tricky to play um, because it's usually the only card you can play that turn. So you have to time it just right so that you have enough minions on the board to make that card powerful. Mm. Yeah. I think I can make a connection with that. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. All right. He is a new hero in Heroes of the Storm. I haven't played him yet. I've been on a team with others who are playing him. He's not very um, high damage. Not very tanky. Doesn't heal. But he's very high utility. He does crowd control. Um, his, he is considered a very hard character because you have to do his abilities precisely or else they don't do you a whole lot of good. Um, for example, he can put down a set of portals mm-hmm. um, that the allies can use. But if you're not in a team that has 
uh, really good communication, and no one really knows why you're putting down the portals. <laughs> Wait, they're worthless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, he can turn into a raven. Yeah, and fly around. And he, he can fly over the map, which it's really important. Um, visibility is the big thing in Heroes of the Storm. Because you only see what's near you and your teammates. Or your minions. But when he's flying, is it the same as the mount speed or is it slower than mount speed? I think it's slower. I heard it was slower. Um, it might be slower, yeah. But you can fly over, so you know you're you not obstructed by obstacles. Right, not obstructed by obstacles. And even then, just being able to see what's going on on the other side of the map, what's happening at the other yeah. core, what is, you know, are they getting the boss? Are they getting, you know, some other big objectives? You know, what is the other team working on? He also does something called Polybomb. Polybomb. Which is like Polymorph, except when it goes off, it... It basically jumps to the next person. So when he first came out, people didn't realize he had this ability. So it was just this constant chain effect of polymorphs going on. And then people realized, oh, when Medivh is around, you have to kind of spread out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you remember uh, the Warcraft movie? I do. You remember Medivh in there? He was the redhead. Okay. With the beard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Forget anything about the movie because it doesn't. Oh. It's not pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. In Warcraft lore, this is going to be great because I made all the connections. All right, all right. Can't wait. So Medivh was actually corrupted before he was born. He was corrupted and possessed by the spirit of Sargeras. He was like a, a crack baby. He pretty much was. Yeah. And Sargeras used Medivh uh, to hatch his evil plan to conquer Azeroth. Medivh goes and makes friends with Gul'dan. They decide to open what? The Dark Portal. Oh. All right. So they build and construct a Dark Portal to go uh, back and forth between Azeroth and uh, Draenor. Now, when they open a Dark Portal, of course, that allowed the Burning Legion to begin its destruction of Azeroth. That's the portal spell that he's got there in Hots. Now, when Medivh gets into Azeroth... During the attack, he's killed by a party led by none other than his good friend, Lothar. There is a redemption story somewhere in there. And I think that the fact that you get a copy of the Friendly Minions is part of that redemption story. Okay, I can see that. That's my connection. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of Gul'dan, he is also in all three of these titles. Soon. Soon he will be. It's not quite released yet, and here's the storm. I've seen the previous four, and, and I... Yeah, we, we know enough about, about him to know how, how he's going to play. I have my gold set aside. I have enough gold in heroes <laughs> to actually, I think, buy him. Well, I'm, we'll I'm glad you're excited about a new hero. No money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, buy, I'll spend some gold okay. on Okay, all right. I mean, that means you might need to do some dailies. So they can save up for him. Because you know it's going to be about 15,000 gold when he first comes out. I got that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I've You've never, never bought anything? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a lot of gold and I didn't know what I was going to what Well, buy? now you know. This is what you're saving it for. What am I going to buy? They got stem packs or something like that in that game? Not with gold, no. Oh. You can buy. There's one mount that you can buy. The piggy. For 20,000 gold. No. I have one mount. And then other than that, you use it to buy heroes. Or master skins. No, no but you're skins. not even allowed to buy them until you hit level 10, and that's insane. 
You have to really like a character to get level 10. Yeah, I'm not level 10 in my characters. <laughs> I have the tiger mount that came in the Christmas thing you got. Me. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's I'm good. It. So I got, I got gold. All right. Well, I'll get you there. All right. So what I do know, I have played him a lot in Hearthstone. His hero ability is called Life Tap, and he sacrifices uh, health points to be able to draw a card. There's a lot of demons in the Warlock deck. What I think is interesting about the demons is that they were usually pretty powerful for their cost, but they have a drawback. For example, there are there's a succubus that when you play her, you have to discard two cards. You know, or you might, there's the fell lord that's a 3-5 taunt for four, but you have to discard a mana crystal. You know, there's little imps that do damage to you when you play them. So they're powerful, but they hurt to play. And you always kind of cringe, or you have to try to find some way to put them on the board without playing them. Like if you have the Void Caller, the Death Rattle puts a demon from your hand into the board. You can avoid that. But it's, So it's kind of like a dance to avoid the drawbacks to be able to play these big demons, or hoping that you play a demon and you don't discard the one card that's going to make the game turn around mm-hmm. you know yes it is like for example the worst thing you can have is two of the soul fire cards in your hand they do four damage only cost one but you discard a card because like you can do a damage but you play one and then discard the other and you're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> what we do know about how he's going to be in here is a storm he's going to have an ability called life tap where he will consume his health to get mana, similar to Warlocks in Warcraft. Uh, then he can drain life to restore his health. Similar to Warlocks in Warcraft? Yep. And he has a corruption spell that summons three pools of darkness. Um, one of his heroic abilities is called Horrify, where it makes the players turn around and flee. Yeah, a fear spell. Yeah. Extremely, extremely... Warlockish. He was the first warlock. He is the one who became the warlock uh, by abandoning the ways of shamanism, getting into fell magic, and uh, he even. I mean, he's he betrays everybody. He betrays his people. He betrays his mentor. He betrays the demon lord. Kill Jaden. Ends up being betraying himself. I mean, it's just, you know, it is the classic story of self-betrayal with Gul'dan. He is directly responsible for the orcs fall into fell, turning them green. Uh, he is responsible for their demonic enslavement. He's responsible for the invasion into Azeroth. He's responsible for the destruction of Draenor. I mean, he's a he bad dude. He all around yeah. evil, you know. He likes to summon demons. Oh, big time. I mean, that is, that's warlock. You summon demons, you life tap, you fear, you control. And it's, it's, it's all about it. Now, here's the thing. As a warlock, I prim- primarily play a warlock. And on certain uh, builds or specs, you're going to life tap. And you have to let your healers know, I'm life tapping. Don't, don't worry about me. I got this. I'm going to life tap. I'm going to haunt. It's all coming back. So it is a trade-off on a lot of the rotations on your health and mana. And you can pretty much just become a little battery and self. Just leave me alone. I got this. But it is a trade-off of self-damage and doing damage. 
So you're actually playing with the forces of life and death. Yes. In an yeah. unnatural way. A very unnatural way. Yeah. Uh, the seeds of corruption, you know, you're dropping corruption on people. It's, I mean, it's very, I mean, when you look at what he is doing, and, and I don't, did you see the, uh, the in the movie, he like drained life every scene. Go down and just, you look at him, he's like, that's when he was like, you know, the, the green thing came out of his hand. And oh, then, yeah, with the dude, and then he's like <laughs> screaming. Yeah. Like, stop so, showing that <laughs> same shot. <laughs> he did it three times. It's like, I got, got the point the first time I saw it. The second time was just. All right, I saw it. You know, reiteration. Yeah. And Third time, I'm like, I'm done watching this. This is making me upset. It, well, it's like every scene you saw him, he's just like, I'm going to have a burger and I'm going to drain life. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he was doing. <laughs> so, it, and that was when you look at the a lot of the rotation with Warlocks and WoW, you're live tapping and draining life towards the end. Back in the day when you had soul shards to worry about, you actually got an additional soul, soul shard. If you were draining life on someone when they were dying. So if they died while your draining life was on them, you got an extra soul shard. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so it's it very much that whole that whole thing is very, I'm going to damage myself to do damage, and I'm going to recoup damage by stealing your life, which plays out in both these other games, in Hearthstone and in Heroes. So I think they're going to do a very good job representing the granddaddy warlock and all this so yeah i'm yeah. excited about this so you're gonna buy him on the day he comes out uh and then people will call you noob for not knowing how to play him on the first <laughs> day <laughs> i promise you they will <laughs> no because i'm gonna I, we have friends and i'm getting i'm getting more and more friends who actually play heroes okay good and, uh, yeah we'll see all right that's good well that covers the hearthstone heroes but there's actually a few Hearthstone Legendary cards um, that have characters that are also in Heroes of the Storm. For example, Sylvanas. In Hearthstone, she is a neutral Legendary minion. She has 5 attack, 5 health. Her death rattle is that she takes control of a random enemy minion. So the strategy when you play her is that you don't want to play her on, on an empty board. Because then your opponent won't play any big minions. But you want to play her when your opponent has um, at least two bigger minions. Because they're going to use one to kill her. And then you'll take the other one. Okay. Um, but since you can't, you know, attack on the same turn that you play her, you kind of have to time it just right. You have to be able to play her and then know that they will be forced to kill her or else they'll just avoid killing her until they don't have any minions left. Interesting, all right? Yeah. That gets a little bit complicated. Um, depending on what deck you play around, like there's a few cards that kind of um, do stuff with the death rattle, like the hunter deck has a feigned death card that triggers all the death rattles. Oh, wow. So you could <laughs> theoretically put her out and then trigger her death rattle and then she'd still be in the board and then it would go off again and she actually died. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So she's an interesting card. Um, I'm not great at playing her in Heroes of the Storm, although I do have her to level nine. Wow. Okay. I find her a little bit tricky. But she has some interesting abilities. She has the ability to um, stun uh, structures, minions, and mercenaries. Like the tank or not the turrets, I mean. Yeah, like the, like the turrets. So, so she can... Attack the turrets and they will not have any ammo. We're not be able to attack like while she's attacking them. 
mercenaries are the camps that you get, that you capture, and then they fight for you. Um, she has the ability to stun those. Um, and also the little minions, which are basically the guys that are generated by all your structures. She has the ability to take control of those. So she works well by herself in Heroes of Storm. A lot of times you'll see the different lanes, and most people will try to group up. Especially if you're a healer, you don't want to be alone. You want to be with somebody else that you can heal. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you can do heal yourself. But Sylvanas will often be off doing her own thing, building up her army. And she can push against um, the forts and the keeps by herself with the ability to stun the structures. And she has the ability to take control of the minions. So, you know, she's off doing her own thing. Everyone's fighting whatever, and she's off. Building an army, taking over. Well, yeah. So, I think she plays true to her character. I was going to say, she is one of my favorite characters in World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. She is Savannah's Windrunner, one of the three Windrunner sisters. She's the uh, middle sister of Alira and uh, Verissa. Now, she used to be the Ranger General over in Silvermoon. And when Arthas came in, I guess when the Lich King came in, really... And was tearing up, she went to Silvermoon and was defending it and raising her army to go defend it. But she kept getting her behind handed to her by Arthas. However, she fought him so hard and so constant. And at every turn, even though she kept losing battles, she continued to come back to him. He didn't just kill her. Killing her wasn't enough. No, what he did was way worse than killing her. Yeah, that was just the beginning. He then severed her soul, resurrected her soul, and she became the Dark Lady, Queen of the Forsaken, and was forced, basically, to do the Lich King's will, which means she then turned around and helped the Lich King destroy her beloved city, which she was spending her entire life defending. Silvermoon. Of course, she goes a little crazy and uh, starts raising an entire army of undead. The Scourge. Scourge? Scourge? Scourge. Scourge. <laughs> in uh, one of the most jarring, I think, cinematics in all of the game. Yeah, I would say so. It happens. She gets confronted by Garrosh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Before he went nuts, too. Yeah, before he when went he nuts. he was still a pretty good guy. Uh, I, that scene, if you haven't seen it, um, yeah, just do Garage and um, Sylvanas, like YouTube it. It's got language. So, not the worst, but it's just the force of it. Yeah. The inflection. The tone. The tone, yeah. yeah. So, you know, ears beware on that one. Uh, but it is a very good scene in there. And I think that the way she plays in uh, Hearthstone and in Hots is very true to her nature. She's gathering armies. She's building armies up. She is a ranger general at heart, a leader at heart. So she is going to do her own thing. And she can control. She, you know, destroys cities. So I can see her taking control of the siege weapons yeah. and everything. I can see yeah. it's very, it plays very well. So, yeah. One of my favorite ones in Hearthstone to, to play is ETC, who's also in all the games. Hey, he's also a legendary neutral minion. I kind of like it. Uh, in uh, Hearthstone, he gives both players the ability to rock. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, what he does there is he uh, gives a power cord uh, card to each player, which is um, 
one of three cards that can either be one that summons murlocs, one of them summons a random um, horde warrior, or the other one is uh, deals four damage and draws a card. So I don't remember the names of the three power cords, but one of them summons murlocs. Uh, the second one summons a, a random horde warrior. So the third one is called Rogues Do It, and it does four damage and draws a card. All right, now, those cards, number one, do you know what a power chord is? Um, it, it's, I know what a chord in music is. Okay, on a guitar, Yeah. typically a chord is made up of at least three up to five different strings. Mm-hmm. A power chord is made up of two strings. Okay. Usually the sixth and fifth, or the fifth and fourth, or sometimes the fourth and third. So what you get is the effect of that chord, instead of having it all five strings or however many mm-hmm. strings that chord, uh, that chord is, you get two two strings that that compose that same chord. Now, on an electric guitar full of distortion, you can barely tell the difference. And it just you can just go down the neck to get all the chords on the oh, guitar. Because that's about to say it would be a bit of dissonance, right, if they're, the notes are that close together. All right. <laughs> I happen to have a guitar in the oh, studio. Oh, I just happen to have all a right, guitar. So, no, all I do. Right, I do. Okay, no, so. I'm going to do, like, I'll do C, F, and G. I'll do chords, and I'll do a power chord, okay? Okay. Alright. Now, you can take, like, power chords, and you can, like, augment them a little bit. You can do, like... A lot of guitars call it cheating because you're not really playing a full chord. You don't have to, if I can teach you where to put your two fingers, you can play every chord and you just oh. go to town. Now, some of their songs, the, the Torrent Chieftains, the actual band that is made up of Blizzard employees. What a hazard, I guess, is some of the name of their songs, like I Am Murloc, Tearing Up the Night, Rogues Do It From Behind. Oh, so they named the power chords after the songs. Yep. There you go. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> power of the Hordes, one of their famous ones. Yeah. Raise Some Hell. Now, in 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 both Hearthstone and Heroes, he's just one guy. He's ETC. Yeah. Whereas in World of Warcraft, ETC is an entire band. Kind of like represents the band though. Yeah, he's like the yeah, he's the front man. Yeah. Well, and here's the stormy as this one dude. He does a uh, mosh pit ability, nice, which makes everyone stop and dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Now, over in WoW, if you've never ever seen the elite Torrent Chieftains, several places you can go to watch them perform. They actually perform. First time I ever saw them was in uh, there's a tavern in Shatrath. Um, World's End is the name of that tavern. And they perform uh, Power of the Horde there. Every three hours on the hour, and it gets announced before they do it. They also do, at 8 p.m. server time, every night, uh, they perform a five-minute concert inside the Blackrot Depths Grim Guzzler. However, if you do have the Dire Brew remote from the Brewfest event, you can go watch them anytime you want. Oh, can you? I have that remote. Load it up, go there, and watch the Elite Torn Chieftains perform five minutes. Okay, I'll do that. What you have to do when you get there, you got to go talk to the roadie. Uh, Ognip Blastbolt is their roadie. And you go talk to him, and he'll start the concert for you. And, of course, when the Dark Moon Fair is in town, you can go check him out there. 
Hey, I've heard that Barker for them. Yeah? Yeah. Of course, you can also see him kind of hanging out on a little balcony in Silver Moon. There's, that's when they, when they have downtime. Now, you can be really trivia out, and you can, like, go to three places. You, know, you can go to Shatrath, and you can take your little Dire Brew remote and go down to the Grim Guzzler, and then you can hang out at Darkman Fair if they're in town. And you can see him, like, in three different places across the, con- the world, really. Well, it's three different moments in time. I know what, shh, don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're traveling through time now. <laughs> yeah, but it's. It is crazy, right? Going through expansions. <laughs> I know. passage <laughs> time. I know, it's crazy. But they're in two places throughout the world. Yeah, I just don't think about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, though. Uh, overall, it's one of the more fun characters. And um, I th- yeah, I think that's what captures. Yeah. Because there's no real way, there's not a lot of lore with them, there's not a lot of story with them outside of the fact that they're fun. They're fun for Blizzard. They're yeah. fun. You I mean you see them at at, at BlizzCon. Uh, they've done videos on YouTube, so it's that fun aspect that comes out. Yeah, particularly in Hearthstone, like it, it's not that great of a card um, in most situations, but it's the only one that takes over both players' screen to like it blacks it out with you know with the gold yeah, like yeah, marquee yeah. styling yep. sign. Etsy. Yeah, yeah. We saw uh, the guy. Well, it wasn't the guy who did his voice, but he sounded just like him. No, he did. He oh, was that wasn't He was in the okay. voices, yeah, yeah, because ETC is a character in Here's a Storm. Oh, so that's why he was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what we watched was a voices panel. But the guy looked the part. He did. I <laughs> think he modeled his personality after him. I, I do. I really think, I think, like, if you looked at him before he ever auditioned for the ETC role. He'd look like an accountant. I was going to say accountant. <laughs> that is amazing. So, yes. I was gonna say, he'd look like an accountant, and then he's just like, whoa, yo! And I'm like, that's the voice we want. He's like, all right! And then, and then he just says, I want to grow my hair out! <laughs> He just walks around. How you doing? I'm no great. Why? You're gonna strain your voice today. So you're gonna wake up horse tomorrow. Better than waking up with a horse head. Gross. <laughs> That's a mafia joke. I don't. I know. I, right. I know. The, I know the trope. The trope. <laughs> the trope. Yeah, it's a trope at this point. It was unique at some point, but now it's a trope. <laughs> Someone's going to wake up with the horse and go, look, I get it. I've seen the movie. No, no, no I'm serious. You're going to die. No, I've seen the movies. <laughs> I like the trope. I get what you're going at. Yeah. yeah. All right, so our last guy we have on this list is our dear friend, Illidan. Illidan is a card in Hearthstone. He's a legendary neutral minion. When you have him on the board, whenever you play a card... You summon a flame of Azanoth, which is just a little two-one minion. But just a little background: that is a demon that Illidan killed, and that is where he got his war glaives from. Was from that particular demon. Yeah, he was a Doom Guard commander. He was a big dude. Yeah, his war glaives are called the Blades of Azanoth. Yeah, they're his blades. So. Yeah. Well, now they're yeah. <laughs> Still call him that. Look, I took him from him, but I'd call him the Blades of Illidan. No, man, that's me. If I stole your shoes, I'd be like, these were the shoes of Freckleface. And that's what I'll call them from then on. Would you? Or would you be like, these were Freckleface's, now they're mine? No, I would still call them the shoes of Freckleface. I can't fit in my shoes. All right. Um, if I, I don't know. If I, stole, if I stole your red purse, <laughs> I'd be like, this was the red purse of Freckleface. This is Freckleface's purse. No, no. Purse of Freckleface. Purse of Freckleface. <laughs> red purse of Freckleface. <laughs> It sounds very Warcraft like the red purse of Freckleface. <laughs> Here's the storm. I've only played him a couple times, um, but he is 
nimble. He is a melee bruiser. He moves very fast. He does a lot of high sustained damage. Um, he is hard to kill. Like he's a little squishy once someone gets uh, attacking him directly, but since he can get away so quickly, it's hard to hold down. So, what did you do to uh, prepare to play him in these games? What do you mean? What, just, what did you do to prepare? Uh, I didn't do anything. Oh, so you weren't prepared? No. You were not prepared. I was not prepared. You were not prepared. I did not prepare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see a whole lot more of uh of illy here pretty soon yeah he's gonna be very confused pretty soon <laughs> yeah so i y- drank from your skull what are you doing here <laughs> wait if you're here whose skull did i drink from <laughs> i'm so confused wow. <laughs> bet you didn't see that coming oh uh, never mind <laughs> So he was born a night elf and then became neither night elf nor demon, but something more. Something more. Of course, he is a twin brother, Malfearing. We mentioned that. He used to be in love with our good friend. Taronda. I think he still is. Oh, yeah. That doesn't go away. No. He was an extremely gifted magician or sorcerer. So good that they, they just didn't know what to do with him. He was like, he kept, he was hard to classify. They couldn't contain him. And then he did a little drinky drinky from the skull and kind of went on the cuckoo side because he absorbed all those powers. I think, I think, okay, so yeah, there's that, there's the the blood that you're drinking, the fell. But I'm thinking, you know, once you're drinking out of a skull, there's probably some bone marrow, maybe some Mm. chunks of brain, some matter. Yeah. You're getting a little more than just, Drinking something out of the skull. So I think that contributed to his uh, transformation. So, yeah, I can see the high sustained damage. Mm -hmm. I can see him always having power or an ability. You know, you play a card, you get a flame of Azanoth. Uh, He's mana-less. He's burst damage. I can see that that high output of damage. So I can see that. That's a very good calling back to his true nature there in World of Warcraft. Soon to be confused nature, as we mentioned. <laughs> so this is a lot, but I think what we have seen overall is that we're staying true across the board and at least some way tie in back to the original lore and history of that character from World of Warcraft. Or class, as it might be. Now when you play these games, Frack, not I mean not WoW because you can't play as any of these characters in WoW. But when you play Hots or you're playing Hearthstone, do you kind of embody that lore, that personality, that way of thinking, or do you just mash buttons? <laughs> A little bit of both. I do like to appreciate how the character feels. You know, like how fast it moves. Does it feel like? You know, you're being like a noble warrior. So yeah, well, you are embodying that character then. How would this character feel? What would they do when they're, you know, we're in their situation? I mean, I don't, I don't role play. I don't. You know, not they're going like, what would Jaina do? No. No. <laughs> I've tried yelling at other people who are playing Arthas when I played Jaina, but they don't, they never get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you. Get back my heart. I think she says that to everybody, though, doesn't she? Probably. She said to Thrall. <laughs> she said to Arthas. No, she didn't say she loved Thrall. Oh, come on. That wasn't a thing. Oh, come on. It wasn't a thing. Oh, come on. I don't think so. Name another character. Any male character. <laughs> Varian. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> they had a thing. <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so. okay. You want to talk about getting awkward. <laughs> Didn't he call her Aunt Jaina? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Caligos. Hey. Hey, I know. Hey. We gotta get. We gotta watch Caligos. I'm telling you. <laughs> First two boyfriends went evil. Oh, very good point. Yeah, Kelthos. Said yeah. it once. Let's say it again. What? Kelthos, Arthas, both went crazy after being yeah. Jaina. And now Caligos. We don't need a blue dragon going crazy. No, we don't. We, that's They're not scary. good. No, <laughs> that is no bueno. No bueno. For anybody. Well, folks, if you play the games as the characters and embody those characters, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter and let us know how you play those other games. Well, Frank, it has been a while since I've done a rant. I typically have stayed away from them. All right. But I stumbled across something today that just irked me to a high degree. Was is your goat got? It got my goat. Yeah. It took it away. Mm. It ain't back yet. This um person individual wrote an article on a fairly popular website. That shall be not named. Yeah. Unless and, uh, you drive more traffic. I'm not even gonna give the name of the article because the title of it was a misleading click baitish, which is how I ended up there. <laughs> title. But he basically talks about how difficult it is to build a gaming computer. And it starts off with the three steps, in his opinion, to building a gaming computer. He says, step one, have an unreasonable amount of disposable income. Step two, have an unreasonable amount of time to research, shop around, and assemble parts for your computer. Step three, Get used to the idea that this is something you're going to have to keep investing time to money into as long as you want to stay at the cutting edge or recommended specifications range for new PC games. That's this guy's three steps to build a computer. This sounds a little sarcastic. I was already on edge when that happened. So humans spend money on things that are important to them. That's what we do. It's not unreasonable. And it's not considered disposable income. Disposable income is money you throw away. Disposable income to me is when I find this change in my car and go buy a lotto ticket. That's disposable income. I thought that just meant that was money that you could spend and it wouldn't cut into paying bills and things like that. Money you throw away. If That's I have not throwing away if it's it's spare change in my car. If I have okay. if I have a dollar in my car and spare change that's going to go, I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket or I'm going to buy a soda yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not care. I don't care about it. But that buying a computer is not disposable income. Researching and shopping, that's part of anything you're going to spend money on. You don't just go willy-nilly buy something. That's anything. And it's not unreasonable. So I really think this guy has the lesson learned here, and that is uh, he needs to learn how to budget his money. And researching and shopping, that's part of anything you're going to spend money on. Absolutely. Anything. 
You gonna buy a soda or a drink or whatever? You gonna turn it over? Look at the bag. Well, how many calories? What's the? You gonna buy count? you know appliance for your kitchen? You wanna know which one's the best? Which one yeah. people have issues with? Right. That's why those comments exist on websites. Yeah. You know, user feedback is important. You're gonna do research. It's not unreasonable. And as, as for assembling something, I just think he needs to learn how to budget his time. And getting used to an idea that you're going to have to uh, continue to invest. Look, man, anything you do that is worthwhile in life requires constant reinvestment of your time and energy as long as you want to be involved in it. And it doesn't matter what it is, building a computer, riding a bike. I don't know, riding a bike. Yeah, you still have to invest time if you want to be good at that. Friendships. Relationships in general. Yeah. Everything. You can't just let that lax. you got to keep making time. Yeah. Time, money, anything that we're going to you know, do, you have to invest in that. And that's that's not a waste. You just have, I think this guy needs to learn to budget his energy. Now, here are some points from, I don't even want to call this thing an article because it was, it was such a propaganda piece for another website. It was just horrible. But here are some points that he made. And I'm going to, we're going to go quickly through these. I know we're running long. And uh, we're going to counter these. He claims from picking parts to putting them together, Building a PC is too hard, even in 2016. Don't generalize. Building a PC is not too hard if you know what you're doing, even in 2016. And you're not building a computer, you're assembling components. I could have saved a significant amount of money bargain hunting, but this was an inconvenience I was happy to avoid for a price. Your choice, don't complain about it. Overall, I paid around an extra $100 to buy everything from one store. And you settled for what that store had and you limited your options. I could have paid a site for a pre-built PC. Would have cost me an extra three to $500. And then you wouldn't have spent any energy complaining about having to do it. And, of course, you uh, could have gotten the system burned in and tested. And you could have gotten some extras like extra memory or your games could have been pre-installed. And, of course, when you look at that, when you get that computer pre-built and pre-burned in and uh, the games pre-installed, that saves you time. It's just not worth it, and why PC gamers always recommend building over buying in the first place. No, it's not why they recommend building over buying. They recommend building over buying to get exactly what you want, to have something to geek out about, and have a sense of accomplishment when it's completed. The process of physically building a PC is filled with frustrations. Only if you are unprepared. Mistakes can be costly and time-consuming. Which goes for anything and everything in life. I have these big, dumb sausage fingers. I, I don't. I'm just clarifying that. So mounting the motherboard into the case and screwing in nine tiny screws to keep it in place in a cramped space in weird angles where dropping the screwdriver can easily break something expensive, it's just not what I call consumer-friendly. It may not be big, dumb, sausage finger consumer-friendly, but, my friend, it is very consumer-friendly nowadays building a PC. Now we have jumperless motherboards, easily installed RAM modules, cards that fit properly. You, sir, have no idea how building a PC used to be. It's too hard to put all these PC parts together because they're made by different companies. Who all happen to follow the same IEEE standards for a reason. There is no single company that makes everything in any computer, and that includes our friends at Apple. There isn't even pressure from consumers to come up with better universal standards that will make the whole experience easier. What rock are you living under? There is constant pressure from consumers to make things better. There is constant pressure from developers to push the edge. There is constant pressure from other hardware manufacturers to make things better. 
It's how the industry thrives and survives. Overall, this guy's article, if you want to call it that, serves little to no purpose other than promoting another site's help files, videos, and walkthroughs. The title, as I said, is misleading. He's doing nothing more than complaining about assembling a computer, a process that has evolved over the years and is much easier now than it ever was in the past. It's akin to calling squeezing out pre-made cookie dough onto a sheet and heating them up, baking cookies from scratch. It ain't the same thing. You know what I'm getting from the points in this article? That he's a lazy guy <laughs> and okay. wants everything done for him? In my head, I'm picturing all of his points. There's the guy on the floor, computer props all around him. He takes his finger, pokes at them, and then looks up at the camera with a confused look. And the whole thing's shot in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> and the narrator says, there's a better way. <laughs> and that's how been thinking all these points, someone looking at their computer trying to research, just staring at the screen, and then they throw up their hands. <laughs> well, there is a better way, Freckleface. <laughs> One of the things that this guy did not mention, he doesn't consider buying everything through a local computer store or a local computer geek friend or even a person in the IT department. You'd be amazed what a pizza and a two liter of Mountain Dew can accomplish. Freck, you know, when I I enjoy, I have WoW shirts. I like wearing my, but I can't wear them at work because they're t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. But when I typically go out, I would typically wear some kind of WoW, if not a geek shirt. I've been on a Link shirt right now. I got my Hearthstone keychains. So, I mean, yeah, there's things you that I do to announce that I'm a WoW player. You have to do it subtly, though. That's what I'm saying. There are times yeah. that you have to drop hints. Right. But you have to drop it in such a way that people will, who understand will pick up on the fact that you are dropping a hint. And if they're not in the know, it could almost, you might get a weird look, but it's going to be dismissive. For instance, when you first meet somebody, you don't go, hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. You say, well met. Well, maybe not like that. <laughs> 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 that that might draw that eye of suspicion your way. Oh, I need to just be like, oh, well met. There you go. I see. Just yeah, just natural. Let it let it let it flow naturally. Not okay. in the Batman voice. <laughs> you just go, oh hey, well met. And I've done that. And I've i I've learned that people are WoW players. One of our vendors at work and I I put, you know, well met in the email is actually. He's just like, Oh, you play WoW. Oh nice. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> Now, if you're not for the subtle, you could just, you know, every so often just announce for the alliance. Just randomly? Yeah. That might be a little bit too much. Or, you know, Maybe. for the horde. Unless people are shouting, you know, like, okay, team, on three. One, two, three, four. For the, the alliance. alliance. <laughs> 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 we didn't give you the right hand signal over there. What's the hand signal for horde? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, let's say you're driving in the car with someone. Cut across traffic quickly. Uh, you just go, Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> only did if you make it through, though. Hopefully make it through. <laughs> if you don't, you know, if you mess it up, then I would say, man, that guy Jenkins that thing. Yeah. <laughs> How about a uh, a meeting? Someone doesn't have their notes. They're not ready. They're not ready. 
but they're not just not ready. Yeah. You are not prepared. You just shout that in there. Yeah, they they know. show people. Yeah, but when you show up for work early on Tuesday. So what are you doing so early? It's Patch Tuesday. What is he gonna do? Yeah. Or complain loudly if ever the office is closed on the Tuesday. <sighs> Worst. You know, ever since WoW did this whole, and, and now mind you, where we're at right now, Patch Tuesday is not a big deal, but coming up here soon with pre-patch and everything, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a big deal again, right? Yeah. I hate having to take a sick day on a Tuesday. Awful. What are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Anytime you use the term soon, get air quotes. Get a little air quotes around it. Or soon. TM for bonus points. Yeah. TM. And air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> If you ever pronounced uh, LOL, keck, yeah, I think it's fine. Like when you're amused, but you're not laughing, you just say, huh, keck. Keck. Yep. Yep. LOL, that one, you've done it before, and I, I wasn't on uh, on the wavelength. Uh-huh. And I thought you were saying kick. K-I-C-K. So have to be. Keck. Precise. Yeah, that. Keck. Yeah, keck. 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 Say it along at home. Keck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interactive podcast, this one is. Now, I've done this one where, uh, because in my department, every so often people will transfer the calls they don't want to deal with if someone's asking for information or whatnot. And there's like, um, transfer, transfer over the route. Of course, I look at the, yeah, I can hear them because I'm right there. And I'm like, no, uh uh-uh. You pulled it. You tank it. And they're like, take it? I'm like, no, tank it. <laughs> T- take it? Yes. Take take the call. Take <laughs> take the call. And it's like ringing in my office. I'm like, I'm not answering it. Take, no, just Fainted. <laughs> Fainted. <laughs> I am invisible. <laughs> so I have a, a stand-up desk at work uh-huh. that, that lowers down so I can sit and then I can like return it back to the stand-up position. And every time I return it to the stand-up position, I say, rise mountain. Do you say it over and over and over again? No, I only like move it like maybe once a day. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going to quote it properly. <laughs> Every time I stand up, rise mountain. Every 30 seconds or no less than that. And then sometimes Five. sometimes you go, rise, my rise, my rise, my rise mountain. <laughs> the ice stone is melting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Way to bring it back to wow. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> you refer to your commute, whether it be walk-in, car, train, bus. Plain strange automobiles? As your flight path. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> or using your hearthstone if you're going back home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take one of our little hearthies there and just like rub it next time. Like, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I rub my little round pillow. <laughs> now, one of the things I do is I, I do keep the remote auction house up on, on my computer screen. And I have people have approached me like, what is that? As well, I'm, I'm just watching the market. Like, huh. Okay. Do you talk about your gold investments? I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, your yields, your trades. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell them I just made you know sixty thousand gold, and this was fantastic. Dude, like, you made ass- sixty thousand gold. Well, my assets are in gold. We should talk about. <laughs> you should move yours into gold immediately. <laughs> Rare gold coins. <laughs> there are only twenty five of them were ever minted. You use the term, oh, for the love of Valen. Yeah, that, that's subtle. That's subtle yeah. right there. Because people either think you're doing wow or you're pastafarian. Pastafarian? Yeah. 
As in you eat pasta? No. Does it revolve around pasta? Um, Frag, no. Uh, Pastafarians are from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Oh, I didn't know they had a term. Yes. When you are contemplating something while at work, or Mm. anywhere really, Mm. and you might think aloud to yourself, hmm, what would Thrall do? Or you can insert any other character name there because Thrall might just, you know, give up his throne and go play with magic. Or just smash it with a hammer. That's what you did most things. (laughs) Or lightning bolt, you know. Yeah, lightning bolt. (laughs) To the skull. Spoilers. What would Gul'dan do? Ooh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Mess everything. Destroy the whole planet. (laughs) What would Murky do? Ah, Ah. What was that? What? 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 All right, we need a group. One person shows up, and then something else immediately happens. You say, Q popped. Are you a healer? So that actually happened to us. Now, it was at BlizzCon trying to cross the street. So the chances (laughs) of them being a healer or a tank were pretty high 50 50. But we're waiting across the street. We'd been there minutes, like three to five. It'd been a. Wait on the crosswalk. Yeah, and we're just, there are three of us, and as soon as two other people showed up, that light changed, and that crosswalk went, we're like, you popped! <laughs> and the guy who was with us is like, you guys are tank or healer? And the guy's like, healer? You know, so. That's hilarious. If you ever have something that happens to you that is unfavorable, goes against what you wanted to happen, like you're denied a pay raise or a vacation day or whatever. Or a cookie. No, that's different. Oh. That's serious business. Oh. I'm just talking about something like, you know, not going your way. All right. You respond with, this is merely a setback. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's not getting a cookie. I would not. That's that's fighting. You, you're going, hands are flying. Mm. So we had a situation in the office where there were some cookies in the vending machine. And there's like little cheap sugar cookies with like the, the lemon wafer, whatever they are, the round ones. Most cookies are. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're, they're just, a, you know, generic cookie 101, two pieces of something with like filling with in the, the cream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they were on the top shelf of the vending machine. And a guy goes to get said cookies and they drop from the top straight down to the bottom of the vending machine, shattering half the cookies. Hmm. And he is complaining about it. Like, the cookies are shattered. Like, it's still the essence of a cookie is there. The calories have been blown out, but it's still the essence. <laughs> right, all the calories leaked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still the, you're still getting all the sugar content that you wanted from the cookies. And he's just like, it's not the same. It doesn't have the same mouthfeel. It doesn't. It's, right. It's not a cookie. This is a crumble, not a cookie. That's when he finds some yogurt and sprinkle on top oh, of it. Oh, man, that would have been a good thing. But yeah. if, if there was yogurt, he probably hey, wouldn't probably been buying cookies. Then he wouldn't cookies. be so angry about not having a cookie. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But I told him, and that is merely a setback. Oh. And then he Did he get at, it? No. Oh. No. He looked at me weird and walked away. Go complain to somebody else. Now, another thing you do, uh, it's kind of festive. Mm-hmm. Around the holiday season, the, uh, the winter veil holiday seasons, you can... Walk around the office singing, Good on the, the green, green skin, skin warlord. Warlord. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. It has been popping in my head every time uh, 
people have been talking about Gul'dan coming to hear the story. <laughs> talking about it in person with people, and people were talking about the different abilities, and like off my head, just like Gul'dan, the green skin, warlord, warlord, and I'm like smiling to Dark myself. <laughs> They thought I was laughing in a joke they made. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wasn't listening, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I tuned out there. Sorry. Just... Hey, listen out. to this. Yeah. <laughs> you get called to your superior's office and refer to that as boss aggro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or your, your your wife or husband calls you on the phone a little know, upset about something. Yeah. Aggro. Aggro. Yeah, wife aggro, husband aggro. Do you get husband aggro? Is that what you call it? What do you call it? Good. I don't get a lot of aggro, though. Yeah. There's it's definitely fun. wife aggro. That happens a lot. You got to reset the aggro, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to cool down. Yeah. Gotta, There's uh, techniques to reset aggro. Well, that's a whole other you know, show. <laughs> faded. <laughs> Actually, the aggro thing used to come, to me, it's more pertinent with uh, customers. Um, so I used to work at a library. And you don't sit in one spot at the library. You don't? You're constantly moving. Oh, as the uh, as, employer. As the clerk, the yeah. Employee. Okay, gotcha. So I'd go from the desk to helping somebody at the computer, and then my goal was to try to get back to the desk without somebody trying to get my attention. <laughs> Aggroing you. Yeah, aggroing yeah. me. Like, you know, they're like, you know, oh, I got to deal with this mile before I can get back to where I'm going. I, I really thought you were going to say, I'm dealing with somebody at the computer, and mm-hmm. my goal was to get back to the counter before they were there complaining about something. <laughs> I have had that happen. Well, not years ago, I worked at a particular theme park, mm-hmm. and I had a particularly um, negative interaction with a guest, mm-hmm. and I was at the upstairs door, and my shift rotated, and then I was down at a downstairs door at a different part of the club. I was a bouncer, and they came up to me, and they were complaining about me <laughs> upstairs, and I knew who they were. <laughs> I knew exactly who these, I'm like, these are these. They had forgotten your face already? Yeah, and I'm like, these are these jerks from upstairs. And they're like, the guy upstairs is so mean. Like, really? I'll talk to him. <laughs> That's hilarious. I played it off because, yeah, what are we going to do? They were still jerks. They still didn't get what they wanted. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, I did what I did. I'm like, well, you, I'm sorry, we're full down here. Because that's what I was telling them upstairs. It's full downstairs. You know, you're going to waste your time going down. We're going in anyhow. Well, okay, whatever. And then I was downstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's full. I can't get in. Oh. Well, that guy upstairs is really rude about it. Yeah, well, sorry. I'll talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> or do you ever think about aggro when you're out in public and you see from a distance somebody that from you recognize, but you don't really want to talk to them? Oh. Or are you hoping you don't have to get in a conversation? Yeah. So you want to stay out of, like, aggro range? You just look down. Dude, I just pretend I'm playing Pokemon Go now. And it's just it's fine. But you're still trying to avoid aggro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, line of sight. I stay out of line of sight. Yeah, line of sight. You just basically <laughs> want to avoid that moment because as soon as they recognize you, they're not going like, to recognize you and like walk off. They're going to aggro. You got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I do that with like bosses too. Like, oh, there's a yeah. um, mm, uh, bathroom. That's a good. <laughs> Why are you in the ladies' room? What are you doing in here? <laughs> Don't be following me in here, you creep. Do you ever see real life escort quests? What? Escort um, quests. Like sometimes I watch my niece and she's um, too big for me to carry. So trying to get them, well, I have three of them, like eight, five, and two. They're too big for me to carry. I'm trying to herd them from one place to another, like I'm taking them yeah, all. So yeah, get them yeah. from building to my car to my car to another building. It's like trying to make sure that they don't like wander off. 
Well, okay, yeah. it's going to start with your nieces. They'll grow out of that. And by the time they grow out of it, your parents will be getting into it. So you get what? that. Yeah. You're going to have to start escort questing your parents. Oh. <laughs> so be so old and moving uh. slow. Yeah, 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 I had to do it with my dad. It uh, happens. Yeah. Circle life. I'm not singing. <laughs> Are you sure? You sang a lot already. <laughs> my, uh, How many songs can Rita <laughs> sing this episode? <laughs> you know what it was? Is you were strumming that guitar right before we started recording. So you just like... Well, you know, okay. Right Here, here's fun fact about this guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you mentioned Circle of Life. This guitar, not me, but that guitar sitting right there, was played on that album by a gentleman named Patch. He borrowed my guitar. when The Lion King album? Yes. Oh. So it's in uh, Circle of Life. It's in um, all the Elton John ones, So, which I think was, was a lot of them. So your guitar is famous. Yeah. Yep. Neat. Yeah. And it scared me to death because he wouldn't let me know what he was doing. He wanted to borrow it. I said, okay, fine. And it was gone for a month. And I was scared. I didn't even tell my parents because I built that guitar from hand when I lived in South America. And so for me to tell my parents it's out of my control for over a month, no. They would have played you. <laughs> yeah. You would have had some paranoid grow. I would have had. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Fun fact. If you ever hear somebody sneeze there, Frank, um, just say, light bless you. Try it. Ready? Well, you can't, I don't sneeze. So. <laughs> you don't sneeze? You, I've heard you sneeze. When? What do I do? I go, beep. It's not like a like I swallowed a canary when I sneeze. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sneeze. That is me. It's, it's, uh, all right, all right, ready when to sneeze, right? Achoo! Light bless you. There you go. <laughs> See, it's natural, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Just try it next time. Just light bless you. What I've started to do, and, uh, well, I can't do it anymore. I got in trouble. Because I'll answer my phone at work. Time is money, friend. Doesn't go over so well. <laughs> Like, like, it kind of comes off rude. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, and I haven't, uh, that hasn't caught any any WoW players. Most of the people go, hello? <laughs> Thought I was talking to a computer. Are you a person? Have you tried answering Loktar? Oh, oh man, God. yes. Uh, in fact, at my when I was at the previous company, we actually had a, a guy there that we called Thrall because his... Physical shape of his body was was it looked like Thrall. This guy was a beast of a human being, and we would call him Thrall. And then we actually started calling him Goel. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep up with it. And he actually we we taught him how to say Loctar Guard. He would say it. So he would, he never played the game, but huh. he knew enough. Like, Loctar Guard. Yeah. It's like I hey, gonna say these people laugh. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, and he would grunt and he, he would say it's some game thing. <laughs> Apparently I don't like, even know. Yeah, I go, apparently I look like a guy in the game. He had, a, he had that real natural, deep, I mean, just gorgeous voice. Just so deep. It, it, sadly, we had to actually put extra soundproofing around his walls in his office. Because when he would talk on the phone, the the bass resonance would like seep through the walls. So... Yeah, it was Crazy. pretty. Yeah, yeah, no, like Thrall. You, yeah. you imagine Thrall and, you know, or Metzen coming into a room and doing that voice. It would just yeah, be, yeah, be yeah. right through. So. so, yeah, these are just a couple of ideas that you can use out in the real world to kind of see if anybody around you plays, you know, any of the Blizzard games. But most importantly, you know, World of Warcraft. If you're not in a situation where you can't wear any of the gear, hats, or otherwise, 
Maybe Ralph shirts in the washing machine. Then when he all of them. The, my, all, I've had a lot. My my wife complained the other day about the amount of uh, geek T-shirts that I have. <laughs> I'm supposed to go through uh, and pick out the ones that I, I yeah. No, I'll take yeah. them. Hey, people pay for those uh, distressed shirts. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a market. There's an aftermarket yeah, for shirts, but it's just a little awkward. Uh, awkward, you, yeah. Awkward. Say it with me, Freck. Awkward. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> awkward bubbles. That is the name of my new tune, Awkward Bubbles. <laughs> Well, folks, just remember a lot of times uh, this plan can backfire because people may not know what you're saying. They may look at you weird or they may challenge you with a very important question. Horde or Alliance? Remember, folks, coming up here at the end of this month, you will find Freckleface and myself and a cast of other phenomenal people at A-Moves TV's CreateCon down at the Exchange Building here in Orlando. Freck and I are actually putting together a uh, class or a seminar or a presentation uh, about collaborative co-hosting that we think is going to be really cool. It was actually Freck's idea, so anything that Freck comes up with you know is really cool. So remember, you can go over to amove.tv slash createcon, one word, no spaces, uh, to get all the details about that. We hope you guys come out and see us uh, do that, look us up, and uh, we'll be glad to take a photo or something with you. It'd be kind of fun. Put it up on the Twitters, on the Facebooks. Kind of cool. While you're out and about, folks, don't forget to give us a little bit of a rating there on iTunes. Leave us a comment. Leave us some stars, however many you feel is necessary. And then do us a solid. If you can do any shopping, stop by our Amazon affiliate link. That's over at hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. It all works the same. We just get a little bit of a kickback, and we do appreciate you guys for doing that. Once again, thank our Patreons. We appreciate your support. Want to thank our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, folks, we really do want to thank all of you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting LootCrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at Patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit HearthCast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.